Hello and welcome to the IAUG Insider Podcast. My name is Matthew Nanez and I am your host. This is the fourth episode of the Engage series and it's a special one. It's a part one of two episode. It features IAUG New York City chapter leader Alex Morales. If you've ever wondered what it was like to take a fledgling IAUG chapter into turning it into one of the most vibrant, you'll want to listen to this episode. Alex Morales went from being a message board regular behind the keyboard to an IAUG powerhouse of a chapter leader and speaker, and we get into Alex's transformation in this episode. This was the last interview I had of that engaged weekend, and I thought this interview, which will conclude next week, was a great way to wrap up my day of conversations. Again, I'm joined by Nick Kwiatkowski, and we have a great time chatting with Alex. Before we get into the episode, just a quick IUG plug. Our professional development series is still going. The next one is on March 1st, titled Leading Through Change, Thriving Through the 21st Century. And it's for IAUG members only. It starts at 9 a.m. Central Time, so make sure you put that on your calendar. If you're not a member, become one, so you have access to benefits like the professional development webinar series. Now, on to the interview with Alex Morales. Enjoy. All right, so we are here today with uh, Alex Morales at IUG Engage. How are you doing? Pleasure to be here. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. A little tired right now. I know, uh, after, yeah. After the first day, but yeah, doing well. Awesome. Yeah, we've got a few more days to go, so yeah. you got to ration We're your... pacing. Yeah, you got to pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long way till Wednesday night. It is. It is. <laughs> right. Get, get your sleep in right now. Yep. Uh, so how many years have been coming to uh, Engage? Wow. So uh, I'm going to date myself a little bit, um, and I'm not shy about my age, but uh, I've been coming to these events since the NAAU days. Um, I started my career in 01 uh, mm -hmm. in the IT field or what, what was traditional telecom, mm -hmm. uh, punching 66 blocks down. And uh, if you don't know what that is, don't worry. Cause it's, <laughs> uh, uh, they're not dead yet, but, uh, but certainly what I, um, what I understood early on was that uh, when I came into the field, uh, technology was changing, telecom was changing, yeah. and um, I knew I couldn't go it alone. And mm -hmm. so uh, uh, I quickly uh, sort of scanned around, identified uh, NAAU as the uh, premier non-for-profit association tied yeah. to Avaya at the time. And I quickly uh, sort of, you know, attended my first event and then uh, figured out uh, how I could get involved. And um, I think it was around uh, maybe 05 yeah. uh, when I started sort of coming around um, the New York chapter. Uh, was around at the time, yeah. not nearly the size that it is today, um, but certainly that was my first, that was my entryway into volunteering, mm -hmm. uh, attending there as a participant and sort of uh, nudging the guy that was there and said, hey, listen, I, wh however you need me, you know, I'm here, uh, yeah. you know, I can help. If you have to stuff bags, if you have to print button, you know, name labels, yeah. I'm here, right? Yeah. So uh, we did that for a couple of years. Um, I became a... Uh, a site moderator mm -hmm. or a forum moderator yeah. for uh, for the uh, a technical forum, the Avaya Technical Forum. Yeah, I did that for a little bit, uh, and then uh, in I want to say uh, 08 was the first time that I attended. 08, 09, mm -hmm. I attended conference as a volunteer. Yeah, I attended my first leader session, 
and uh, I got to meet a great group of people, and I became, I, I, I was assimilated into an accepted, <laughs> yeah, into this. Into the board. Into yeah. the board, right? <laughs> into this real sort of group of people that, with wide open arms and a common cause, which was, uh, this stuff is complicated, and yeah. uh, we need people who are going to help uh, sort of, you know, get get all of us as a single unit through this. Mm -hmm. um, not only for our personal careers, but for our companies, right? Yeah. And so uh, uh, Bill Moore uh, was someone who was instrumental uh, in getting me involved uh, at the leader level. Mm -hmm. in, uh, in fact, in 2011, in 2010, the New York chapter went dormant. Uh, the leader at the time uh, just he couldn't... Uh, he couldn't sustain the, mm -hmm. the user group. Uh, it, it it had gone downhill, and then he just stopped uh, uh, having meetings. The, mm -hmm. the user group itself went dormant for two years. Wow. In eleven, Bill Moore had introduced had introduced himself to me and and said, uh, you know, you I've seen you before. I've seen you around. Uh, you know, we need to do something about New York City. It mm -hmm. is it is the location for Avaya. Right. It is the place that we need to have a presence. And I was, uh, I'm not sure, I, you know, yeah. I'm a forum guy. You stay behind I'm the a, screen. I'm a tech guy. I yeah. really hadn't, uh, if you haven't noticed, I love to talk. However, Great, this is perfect. However, I, I, I will tell you, at the time, yeah. uh, I was timid. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I'm a geek. I, I, I want to I wanna get into systems and I want to break stuff, and then I want to put it back together better. I don't want to mm -hmm. really, yeah, I'm not really interested. And he kept pushing, kept pushing. Well, in 2012, I attended uh, the Avaya event. I remember, I'm pretty sure it was in Orlando mm -hmm. at the time. And uh, we're at the leader meeting, and uh, he had affiliation paperwork drafted with my name on it. Wow. And uh, he called me out in a room full of people. And so uh, he said, you got to be the guy to mm -hmm. uh, bring this chapter back to life. Uh, at the time, you know, I, I, had, I was really well ingrained in the, in the group. Uh, I had been hanging out with the leaders uh, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I was one of the guys hanging around the IUG booth or, or you know, at right. the time. And uh, I wasn't going to say no. I was called out. And yeah. so that's how it started. Was it something that when, so when you were called out, did you know in the back of your head, like, this is, this is obviously, of course you have the social pressure, yeah. but did you know that that was the correct thing to happen? You just needed that push? Uh, yeah, I think I needed that affirmation. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at one point, I really did believe in what he was saying, yeah. that, that I needed to be the guy to, to to you know, revive it. That I needed to and, be the guy to step in. And you don't believe that anymore. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the jury's out, right? But right. you know, uh, I knew I could do it. My problem was, would I have the support? Mm -hmm. um, would I get direction? Mm -hmm. Would there be guidance? If I fell, would people help me come back up? Mm -hmm. uh, no one. I I was uh, I was still uh, on the younger side of, I would say, my career. Yeah. Um, no one likes to fail, right? Mm -hmm. And no one likes to fail, I'd like to believe this, no one likes to fail more than me. Yeah. Um, however, 
as I go through my career, my professional career, um, it was when I failed uh, the most that I learned the most and that I elevated myself the most. Right. Percent. But you know, along with that came a fear. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but certainly, uh, in a group, uh, in a room full of a group of people where uh, they were now going to be my peers at this level. Yeah. Uh, you know, I said, listen, in my head, I'm going, I got about five seconds to, to <laughs> do or die, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really going to, it's either we're going to get a lot of yay or a lot of aww, yeah. right? So thumbs up, uh, thumbs down. In that five seconds, I said, well, uh, if every one of these people made the decision and uh, they got over their fear somehow, I mm -hmm. can do it. And yeah. I signed the paperwork. Yeah. I signed the paperwork and then I said, Jesus, I have no idea how I'm going to move uh, and go yeah. forward with this, right? Yeah. But September of that year, in 2012, I had my first kickoff meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure we had about 45, 50 people. From, so and from and dormant to 45, 45 50 yeah. attendees yeah. At, at the first kickoff meeting. And... Um, you know, I, I had a humble plea. Mm. It was like, you know, I want to do this and I need help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, come and see me. Uh, uh, if you like what we put together today, if you if you can see the vision that I've just shared with you, mm -hmm. um, come and see me and talk to me. Yeah. And uh, I had four brilliant people uh, come up to me after that and said, you know, here's my contact information. Yeah. Let's talk about this. And um, within two weeks, I built an entire board. Uh, That's awesome. And within, I, I think the number is six to eight months, uh, we grew to be the largest chapter uh, in IAUG. Mm -hmm. so we went from 40 people on the books, meaning 40 affiliated members, right. whether paid or unpaid, to uh, at the time, well over 500. Mm -hmm. uh, once, once we got the word out that New York yeah. is back, uh, whoever mm -hmm. dropped off just came right back on, and That's then awesome. some, and then yeah. some, and so it was an amazing feeling. Yeah. So, so something that I, I noticed when you're telling this story is that right from the beginning, you had the self awareness to say like, I can't do this alone. So as you meet people, do you feel like that's something that's ingrained in people? I don't know. I mean, I, f I feel like it's, you know, it, it's the fear of failing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the, the consequences of the fear of failing is, is really right. what it is. Yeah. You know, people feel like, you know, they will, you know, be knocked down a peg, like, you know, right. not be able to, you know, nobody will respect them or things like that if they fail. And that's not, I don't think, really the truth. Yeah. I think people respect more if you try. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, agreed. I think, um, you know, uh, listen, uh, you, you, not everyone is built to be a leader. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, as an individual, as a person, as a human being, at some point you come to a point in your life where you become self-aware. Mm -hmm. You gain enough experience. Um, you are humbled enough mm -hmm. uh, to say, I know what my limitations are. Um, I know what I can and cannot do, mm -hmm. um, but when I when I want to do something, if it's beyond my limitations and beyond my scope, mm -hmm. I'm humbled enough to ask for help. Right. right, and I think there there's a you can't teach that. 
Yeah. You, 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 uh, a lot of the failures, I spent a lot of time uh, sort of reflecting on my predecessor yeah. and, and why he failed, right? Right. And, and uh, what I came to was that the failure was his to own, which was to not ask for help. Mm-hmm. To to try to uh, say I can do this and yeah. I don't need anyone, right? And, right. It, and it's it's a notion that uh, is threaded through many things in life, yeah. right? Uh, that's why uh, in IT departments there's never one person, or I hope we, there's ne- there should never be yeah. one person <laughs> yeah. in a department, right? Yeah. Um, it, you know you can't have one guy build it all mm-hmm. and sustain that. Right, it's it's just impractical, mm-hmm. and so certainly in my life, I I realized uh, very early on that uh, there are much brighter people than I. Yeah. Uh, there are people uh, with different vantage points, and um, I can succeed if I partner and I show them the path to success. Mm-hmm. If we can see succeed together, and we can see a future together. Mm-hmm. then we'll always elevate each other. Yeah. Right? And so that was, you know, you, you can't teach that. Uh, you either have it at some point mm-hmm. or you don't. Right. Yeah. And so say, say if there was a chapter leader who's struggling out, out there, you know, they're not pulling that many people to their meetings or they might just be like, what do I, what do, I do? I've tried everything. Um, and I think you'll probably touch on what you just said a little bit, but what would you say to them coming alongside them with the arm, you know, arm around their shoulders, like, this is what you need to do. What would you say? Well, so this is near and dear to me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'll I'll talk about uh, some of my additional efforts within the IEG organization Mm -hmm. for this very effort, right? Certainly, um, I have had conversations with leaders uh, where... Uh, you know, I won't say that the leader is struggling, it's the chapter is struggling, right? Yeah. For one reason or another, uh, the chapter just isn't growing. Uh, membership has sort of, uh, uh, participation within membership is dying, is dropping off. And so, uh, you know, my first words are uh, to a leader like that will be, uh, what have we done different, mm-hmm. if anything? And if we haven't done anything different, where could we start? Mm-hmm. Right? I've said this. Uh, I've said this now twice in the last two days, um, which is uh, to to evolve mm-hmm. always requires change. Yeah. At some form or another, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I like to say it requires innovative change. Mm-hmm. Uh, change, uh, whether whether at the micro level or the macro level. Um, that influences a direction. If you do the same thing, you can always expect the same outcome. Yeah. Right? Uh, but that very outcome, uh, what we never talk about is it, it may be the same outcome, but, but the results may be disastrous. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The decline of membership participation is a subproduct uh, of sometimes the same old uh, uh, process, mm-hmm. right? And so, certainly, it's you know we start by saying so. Uh, what can we change together? How can we how can we reflect on the last year? Where do you think 
uh, things started to decline. Mm -hmm. And let's look at, at that point, let's look at what hadn't changed mm -hmm. and where we need to pivot. On top of that, look at this entire group of people yeah. that you have access to, uh, to feed off of. It's like, right? it's like their own user group. It is. It is. And the local chapter program has always been near and dear to me. Mm -hmm. um, I've always said this uh, on a number of occasions that uh, the local chapters, uh, from my vantage point, are the foundation of this organization. Right. Mm -hmm. We yeah. talk about we talk about running grassroots programs. It doesn't get any more grassroots than the local chapter program. Right. Right. Uh, we meet at this conference once a year. Yeah. We see we see faces. We smile. We shake hands. Now we click. Yeah. Right. right. Now we yeah. click and, right. and get contact information. But when we leave conference, we don't see each other in some instances for 350 days. Yeah. Right? Um, and we're at the leader level. Right. So what about New York, who has 680 members on the books now, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if a fraction of those members come here, yeah. and then they don't participate at the local level, out of sight, out of mind, so to say. Yeah. Right? So how, how is IAUG being extended for those other 350 days? Mm -hmm. Aside from the virtual right. space, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about sitting and seeing a person and talking to a person yeah. and saying, this guy is IAUG. Yeah. And his passion is why I keep participating, right? Yeah. That's done at the local chapter program. Yeah, so it's like when you're a kid and you go to camp, right? They're, like you, you create these bonds and then and you have a great time, but it becomes this mountaintop experience where for the rest of the year, nothing can really come close to that, but it can. It can, absolutely. It completely can. Well, it's like going to camp and then you go back to school and like half your friends are still there. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you still Absolutely. get to you still get to play with them on the on the seahorse and all that type of stuff. Absolutely. And the and, and the conversations that you started, mm -hmm. you get to continue. And we're gonna stop right there, and you'll just have to tune in next week for part two of the Alex Morales interview. Please send me your feedback on Twitter at IEUG Matthew or at IEUG. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week.